Hey everyone, welcome back to Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. This week has already been so hectic. I feel like it's always good to do a little like weekly chat before I dive into what we're going to be chatting about on the pod. But this week has been just hectic, just a little exhausting. I think it's definitely because I'm back at uni for my final semester and remembering what it's like to have that in addition to full-time work, which I, yeah, I think after six years of it, I would be blissfully aware, but unfortunately it's still a shock every time the semester comes around, but I'm dedicating this entire episode of the pod to just chatting about studying and uni and how to prep for a new semester and how I manage work and study. Obviously, all of this is just like things that I've learned, read, used, and has been helpful. But I think that that is why I've been so exhausted this week. But I do get to end the week with the Harry Styles concert on Saturday. So it's looking up. We need to just reserve some energy to just absolutely pop off on Saturday, guys. But yeah, so this week has been good, but I just, I've been reflecting on all the things that I do at the start of a semester. So I'm going to, as I said, make this episode very study-based. And I know that you guys ask a lot for me to discuss you know, the, the ways that I study, you know, uni tips, study tips, um, and even more about how I manage studying and working full time. I always feel like my answer to this is so lackluster because I just, I've adapted so intensely to it that I, like, I don't recommend it guys. Like, I just want to like preface that, like, I got incredibly lucky and sort of fell into the career that I'm in now and I've learned so much, but I would have been just as happy like not working full time, maybe working part time to get my degree done quicker. But this is just what I did. And I'm not saying that this is like the best way to do it. Like I'm sure that there are easier ways to study and work without having to do both full-time simultaneously, but I am going to dive into my tips and tricks just for those that are either curious or looking for some extra help because they are in the same boat. And I feel like I'm in a position to give advice now because I am like right at the end. I'm in my final semester. I feel like I'm in a position to give that advice having done this for six years and worked literally every single year. So yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so I've just decided that I'm actually not going to divide this podcast up into sections. It's just going to be a more of a general chit chat kind of rant about everything I want to talk about relating to uni and study because it all kind of overlaps and I'm just going to see where this takes me. I have written a few notes just so that I can, because I think that this is like a practical topic to chat about on the pod and I hope that like some of the things that I say might actually resonate with you guys and you can you know take it off and use it in your own life so I'm just gonna try and make this as linear as possible so I'm gonna start with prepping for a new semester I'm in my second week as I'm sure a lot of you are if you are studying um so that is obviously very much the beginning of the semester you know tutorials are just starting lectures have started 
you're getting into the thick of it, you're figuring out what your assessments might look like for the upcoming semester and getting your head around the syllabus and what's to come. So trying to map out my semester is pretty much where I begin. Just to preface, I use the app Notion, which it, it depends if you like to handwrite your notes, which I definitely am a mixture of both. I like to handwrite. I like to type. It really just depends. But all of my notes, regardless, are stored in Notion. I find it incredibly easy to use Notion. I feel like it's a really easy place to store your notes. They have a lot of templates, which is why I used it from the jump was I just didn't want to meet, like make a notes template from scratch. And I felt like there must be something out there that can be helpful. I use Notion for a bunch of different things, but I find that I've used this for like the last year and it has been really helpful for study. So I recommend if you don't have like, I, I guess like a regimented note-taking process that Notion might be a good place for you to start, particularly if you're not sure how to structure your notes and make sure that you're getting all of the good points. I think that a lot of the templates use the Stanford method, which is just a really, you know, linear way of tracking your notes. Um, And I think it was a Stanford University that, you know, potentially came up with that note-taking method, which is why it's called that. But Notion is a really good place to start for note-taking. So I plan out what my semester looks like by copy and pasting the syllabus, figuring out what my key learning outcomes are. And then it's more granular about the assessments, the dates, what that looks like overall semester-wise. I I guess this leans into how to stay organized if you are also working full-time. I am not a last-minute girly. I never have been and I don't know that I ever will be. I am too anxious for that. So I think I could count on one hand how many assessments I have done in my six-year double degree last minute. I don't feel like it's obviously for me the way to get the best work out of me doing it last minute, particularly if you're studying something that requires a lot of reading like law or medicine. I think that taking in those concepts at a high level is one thing, but Getting good marks and really understanding the concepts is deep diving and getting that really, really detailed level of analysis. And you just can't do that overnight. So that's obviously not what I recommend and it's not what I do 99% of the time. Of course, we've all had, you know, that frantic rush at the end, but I don't start my assignments the night before or the day before or two days before. So in order for me to work full-time and study as well. I have had to be incredibly organized, mapping out what my semester looks like when my assessments are due. Hypothetically, just say for for me, I've this semester, I think my breakdown is participation, a research essay, and my final exam. So mapping out the dates for all of that, obviously participation is going to be uh, continuous throughout the semester, but more specifically the research essay and that final exam, figuring out when that is, mapping it back weeks before to figure out when do I need to start research, when do I need to start my first draft, when do I want to have you know, a more complete draft done, when would I like to have it complete, when do I want to start 
adding my references, building out my bibliography and all of my citations. Everything is so time consuming. I'm assuming this is the case for all degrees. I'm just, I can only speak from my experience, but it's not an, it's not a quick task. And if you want it to be as quality as you can get it, it's just not something you can speed through. So if you're working full time or you have a busy schedule, mapping it back and going, all right, first step for this assignment is obviously doing the readings related to the material that they want to be discussed, but also doing that extra, you know, digging through sources and hunting for different information. That's time consuming. In my opinion, if like that's the, that's the chunk of it for me. And then I can try and start to formulate my argument. But once I have a clear understanding of the sources, the information, where I'm sort of wanting to take my argument, that's for me the hardest part. And then diving into the actual detail is potentially a little bit easier once you do have your head around those concepts. But it is time consuming. So I tend to start mine weeks and weeks before I know that my first assessment, my research essay for this semester is due quite literally the day before my bachelorette party. So obviously I'm not starting that one late. I have a lot going on at the moment and I'm going to be doing that weeks and weeks before. I will be starting that literally over the weekend and getting my head around what that might look like so that a month from now when I am getting you know ready for my bachelorette party, I'm not worried about my assessment. I think that can be something that's incredibly stressful about university is just leaving things to the last minute. It makes it so much more stressful than it potentially needs to be. So planning out those uni dates, knowing when to start your assessments, knowing when to start actually studying is really important. I think picking your note-taking format can also be really important, not just what platform you you use, whether that be a pen and paper or Notion or Word document, however you want to take your notes. But like figuring out how you learn best is also something that was a bit of a journey for me. You know how people say like, oh, you know, I'm a visual learner or, you know, and you're kind of like, what does that even mean? Like, I feel like I'm a mix. I'm a mixed learner. I don't think I'm a visual learner. I don't think I learn by just reading. I think I love a combo. So for me, you know, figuring out how I'm going to be able to digest concepts best is a really important thing to figure out when you're studying intensively. So figuring out does flashcards work for me and memorizing words and numbers or equations or dates and in that kind of linear format that might be a really helpful way for you to learn whereas you might use mnemonic devices you might want concept maps or drawings so that you can you know learn in that more visual way you might be a tables learner a chart learner you know anything like that figuring out how you best digest information I think is really important. There's just no one way to learn. And I think sometimes uni can be a little bit of a challenge for some people because you're kind of learnt the way they want to teach it to you and you have to figure out how to best digest that information, I guess. So that is one big piece of advice for me. I have figured out the ways that work for me, but I think figuring out what suits you is actually a little bit of a journey. I would say another tip for me that I've written down for, you know, throughout the semester is to read widely. For me, 
reading widely is like it for me. Like just reading my textbook or a couple of sources just doesn't cut it for me to actually fully dive into a concept. I really need to scour the internet, scour Google Scholar, scour my my university database, like really, really dig to find as much on that topic or that concept as possible for me to really grasp it. And then obviously that's helpful when you actually have to formulate an argument and you have a lot of, you know, primary and secondary sources to back up your argument. But just purely from a functional learning perspective, read widely and really dig for sources that are wide ranging. It really gives a lot of depth and layer to your argument, but also just purely from that learning perspective, that's how you get that really, I don't know, I think that's how I get the most out of an assignment is when it's not just me like highlighting the textbook, looking at a source or two and hoping I can formulate a unique and, you know, compelling argument it's okay I've read 20 sources you know maybe not the whole source maybe you've picked the the sections that are relevant to your argument but you know you've read the sources you know your stuff you know what the competing opinions might be the for and against the you know the counter arguments to things that's what makes that really critical analysis valuable in assessments and that's where I've always gotten my highest marks is when I clearly know the material so well that I can give the counterpoint and I can say you know but in saying that like deep dive into the other side and the other side of the coin and you can kind of debate with yourself in your assignment I feel like that is you know really says to the marker that you're engaging critically with the content I guess I think another tip for me is having a real study ready space you don't have to have some fancy space to study whether you study at the library or you study at home or you study at work wherever you're studying having a really quiet organized clean clear space to study I think is crucial I won't lie like I don't always have that like I'll I'll study you know on the beach or you know it's not always like that perfect environment to study but I think nine times out of ten making sure that you are in an environment you're hydrated you've got your notes you've got your textbook you've got internet connection you're in a really quiet environment you can just lock yourself away and study that's key for me I've never actually been like a library girl like I've studied in the library of course before and you know, use my university library. But honestly, like I like being in my own space. I like being able to get up, walk around, have a snack, go out on my balcony, take a second. Having micro breaks when I'm studying is crucial. I don't just sit down and like do a six hour block. I don't, that's not how I study best. I really need space to think about what I just learned and maybe, you know, get away from that environment, go for a walk, come back. I'm a little clearer. I can maybe make, you know, make more sense of what I've just read or what I've just learned so I think knowing that that space that you're in is like conducive to how you study best is super important something else that I've written down which sounds moronic because it's so obvious and I know that you guys are smart so this is gonna sound so stupid but don't disregard what you don't understand That is something that I've always learned the hard way. I, you know, there's something there that I don't really get. And you're just like, oh, hopefully that won't come up. Let's just ignore that. And then you get to the exam and it's like one of the biggest things. Just don't 
disregard what you're struggling to grasp really I know that it can be so hard because it's like immensely frustrating to not have a concept sink in or to not have it be something that's like really gelling with you and it makes you feel silly and you're like okay forget it like I'm just gonna focus on what I do know I just find that's always the time that they just they screw you (laughs) and it always comes up whether you want it to or not so I would say Focus on those things, you know, dig a little deeper, you know, reach out to people, try and, you know, maybe there might be someone in your class that does understand it, like try and get them to explain it to you or, you know, just dig a little deeper, try and find more information on the topic, reread it and reread it and reread it and hopefully it will sink in because it's always those topics that come up. So try not to have a disregard pile when preparing for exams because I just find that it. It just always bites you in the ass. The next thing that I've got written down is I, th- I think, oh, I, I don't know if this is also like telling you how to suck eggs, but to keep your sources really organized. Like I know that there's a lot of tools that you can use. There's Paper Pile on Chrome. It's like a Chrome extension that you can organize like your academic sources, but Keeping your sources organized is really, really important. I think you just screw yourself for no reason when you don't have your sources organized and you kind of like, you've just got like, I mean, we've all done it. I'm not like saying I've not done it, but you know, you've got like 20,000 tabs open and you're just like, um, where did I get that information from? Where did I find that? Like it, it just becomes a massive mountain and it's not easy to separate and trace back when you actually do have to do the assignment itself this might be like in that research phase you're trying to find oh sorry guys I just dropped something um you're in that research phase you're trying to like formulate where you're going to take it you know all of the different academic opinions on the topic and it can be just like a rabbit hole that you dive in and I feel like having a way to organize your sources as you find them and as you find them valuable is really important so that when you do go and you start writing and you're starting to try and find evidence to back it up and you're like oh my god where's that source I know that I read that somewhere having like a nice easy way that you can just go back and dig through the sources without having to you know oh should I close that tab or which one was it and you've got like 30 open and it's just an absolute nightmare so finding a way to organize your academic sources is really good I'm sure there's other ones but I just know paper pile but I know that there's heaps of them another tip that I've got is to so okay so if you don't understand a concept or you've just studied it or you're trying to understand it try and explain it to someone else. That has been, I'm a talker, obviously, hello, but I really find it valuable to try and explain concepts to someone else to see if I actually understand it. So that could be, you know, a friend, family, whoever, just get get them in front of you and go, can I just explain something to you? And can you tell me if you get it? Because if you get it, then that means that I'm understanding it in a deep enough way that I can actually teach it or explain it to another person and I think that's when you know that you've kind of got the at the very least the basics of that concept down is if you can explain it it makes sense and someone else can digest that information then I feel like okay you're on the right track you're nailing it so explaining concepts to someone to see if you understand it can be a really helpful 
exercise, I guess, like post studying a concept, particularly if you feel like you've struggled to grasp it. I would also say if you've got like some girls, boys, whoever in your class that are clearly, you know, grasping the content, they're engaged, they get it, they're contributing. You're like, all right, this person knows their stuff. Like talk to them about it. Like, don't be afraid to like go up to people in your classes or that you might've had classes with and just go, could we like talk through these concepts together? Like sometimes walking away from those discussions, like can be not only so insightful, but can actually make you like rethink your argument a little bit or rethink the way that you're approaching a topic. Like I remember when I was doing constitutional law, I was sitting with someone in my class and they were like incredibly bright. They grasped the content content so quickly. And I sat with them and we talked through a couple of things that for me were just like not clicking. <laughs> like, I mean, constitutional law was probably one of the most grueling t- subjects I ever had in my law degree, but I found it just wasn't clicking some of them with me and I wanted to get it. And after sitting with this person, I felt like I left with a just a better understanding. It's not because like the lectures aren't good, the tutors aren't good, you aren't, you know, smart enough to get it. Like, of course you are. But sometimes someone just has like a better way of explaining it to you that you just grasp better or they're able to just strip it back and you can digest it better. So they're all in the same boat as you. So I feel like it can be a really helpful exercise to just sit with people who have managed to grasp that concept or even just to bounce ideas off. The last thing that I've got written down is just gratitude. And I know that sounds so stupid, but just to wrap this little bit up, I feel like it can be so, like I know that it's an uphill battle to study, particularly if you're working at the same time. It's an uphill battle to study regardless. But like if you've got other things on your plate, studying and getting your degree can feel like a never ending battle, an uphill, never ending battle. And it can just feel like, Jesus, I wish I was done with this. I so don't want to study. I so don't want to be at uni anymore. And it really like it's a normal human feeling. But I just feel like it can be really helpful to be like, I'm so grateful that I live in a country that allows me to go and study something so important and valuable that can help the community. And I'm so lucky that I get to do that. And how many people would kill to be able to do that? And, you know, just trying to remember the why, like, why am I doing this? Like, why did I do this in the first place? And obviously for me, it's a little easier being in the last semester because I can see that light at the end of the tunnel, but I know what it's like being maybe second year, third year, or wherever you're at. Like even, I think in the beginning, the newness of it is still exciting, but I think that slump for me was like right in the middle of my degree where I was like, oh my God, I have like double this. Like I have so much longer to go. But just like trying to be grateful throughout the process and enjoy that love of learning and trying to always draw it back to your why. Like, why am I doing this? There's a reason why I'm doing this. Constantly drawing it back to that like overall purpose, I think can be really, really helpful. I just want to wrap up this episode with a couple more comments about working and studying simultaneously just for the gals that are out there living that life I know how painful it can be I feel like my biggest piece of advice is to be organized and however that looks for you may be completely different make sure that you have 
everything sorted as early as you possibly, possibly can. That is how I have managed over the years is not to leave things to the last minute. But I think as well, like you are going to have to make sacrifices. Like that's just a fact. And I feel like sometimes people are looking for like the loophole and the cheat. Like, how do you do it? Like, is there some trick to it? There's not. Like, sometimes, you know, you might want to go out that night and you can't because you just know, like, this isn't going to get done if I don't do it now. And this is more important. And you are going to have to make sacrifices. But I would say, like, if you're on top of stuff, like, don't feel like you should be missing out on everything. Like, you do need breaks. And I think when I'm at my most productive is when I feel like my cup is full I've managed to see friends. I've managed to have quality time with my partner. I've seen my family. All of that does make me feel like I have a full cup and I deserve to have that. Like I deserve to feel that too. And just because I've chosen to study, like doesn't mean I should have to give up everything that brings me joy. But there are times where you're going to have to make sacrifices. But I think if you're on top of stuff and you're organized, it shouldn't have to be like every weekend you're having to make sacrifices. Like maybe have you know, before dinner and after work, smash a couple hours out or smash a couple hours out after dinner and have a slightly later night. But like, you know that you'll get your weekend if you do that, or you'll be more on top of that assignment in three weeks if you do that. So I'll get more ability to do the things that I love next week if I do that. I think just having that forethought is really important. I also think like having the rest of your life organized so that you can study is a really big thing for me. Like I've never once let the laundry pile get to the top. <laughs> like it's little things like I meal prep my meals for lunch. I, you know, always have my dinners organized. Like I plan my week on Monday and I know exactly what I'm doing for the rest of the week. I'm on top of laundry. I'm on top of life admin I try to stay out of my own way and I just think studying can be really stressful and exhausting when the rest of the things that you have to do are kind of lingering in the back of your mind. So even if like before work, like I work, I'm lucky enough to be in a hybrid environment where I can work from home, but before I start work at nine in the morning, like I've been up since 6.30, like getting a lot of house stuff done because I know that if that's done, like later in the day, like when I have to study after work, like I'm not worried about, you know, cleaning the kitchen or vacuuming or mopping or wiping down everything or doing the laundry or anything like that, whatever, you know, and I'm a, I love cleaning. Like it actually brings me peace, but having like an organized life and your space organized can actually really help you have a clear focus to study. So don't put off all of your life admin to study. I think that it allows you that breathing room to be productive in those areas when all that life admin is checked off. My last tip for working and studying full-time is don't keep it a secret from your employer. Like if you are studying or finishing your degree and working full-time or part-time or however you're doing it, please let your employer know. Like, I'm not saying they're going to give you concessions for it, but it's really nice to have a support system around you when you are studying. And I know that I've been so lucky with all of my workplaces that they've been so supportive of 
the fact that I've been studying at the same time and that, you know, maybe I do have to finish work on time because I've got to go to a tutorial and so I can't work late or, you know, what, what whatever the case may be, just having them be aware of it, be supportive of it can ease your mind a little bit if you do have competing obligations for a little while. And most workplaces these days are, are pretty supportive. Oh, you guys, sometimes after recording and wrapping up a pod, I honestly can't even remember what I said. You know, when you just like yap on and you just go on like a fat rant. I hope there was something in there that was helpful for some of you guys. It can be really hard to articulate this topic for me because I feel like everyone's experience with studying is so different, how everyone studies is so different, but just anecdotally, they are tips, tricks, things that have helped me along my very long studying journey. Um, And I hope that it has been somewhat helpful for you guys. I'm sure that I will be able to weave more of this kind of content throughout the podcast in future episodes anyway. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, feel free to head to the Kindest Regards pod Instagram for any topics you'd love for me to discuss on the pod or just for a chat. I love chatting to you guys and I hope you all have a lovely rest of your week and I will chat to you soon.